Welcome to Screw the Hierarchy, episode 136. This is your host, Deb Falzoy, and this week I'm talking about how the increase in employee productivity software is resulting in toxic work environments. Are you ready to hear more about this? More after this. If you're a target of workplace abuse and want to break free of the grips of abusive power, you've found your place. I'm your host, Deb Falzoy, and the podcast begins now. Before I get started today, I want to talk about Patreon. I have a new Patreon account at patreon.com slash screw the hierarchy, and I have a really quick survey on there about what kind of rewards you'd like, everything from early access to episodes, to exclusive episodes, behind the scenes content. So this week I'm talking about the increased use of employee productivity monitoring. And I've seen this reported in other media outlets like the Today Show, um, but I'm talking specifically about a New York Times article from August 14th called The Rise of the Worker Productivity Score. It says across industries and incomes, more employees are being tracked, recorded, and ranked. What is gained, companies say, is efficiency and accountability. What is lost? And uh, this is by Arya Sundaram and Jody Cantor, who was a big voice with the Me Too movement and the Harvey Weinstein situation. Um, She's a co-author of a book called Chasing the Truth. And uh, this article is is clever in how it it appears online and that you are actually tracked. It simulates software where um, you will be told if you're active or idle. You will be told how long it's taking you to get through the article. And you can see at the top different uh, types of roles and their response to this idea of increased employee monitoring software. So we've seen this with warehouse workers, specifically Amazon, where they're so tightly monitored that their uh, productivity um, is takes a hit when they even use the restroom. They have to, they're so tightly controlled. Um, but this opens with a, a story about a senior vice president who was, um, told she would be compensated at $200 an hour. But when she started to actually receive her first paychecks, she realized that her pay was tied in with this extensive monitoring software. So um, when she was doing offline work, where she was still working, um, maybe she was reading a printout or doing a math problem on paper, it says, or thinking Um, Anything that required manual time, um, it didn't register that she was doing that work. So she didn't get her full pay. And it says if she forgot to turn on her time tracker, she had to appeal in order to be paid at all. This is this is um, something that they say is spreading among jobs that require graduate degrees. And um, it's moving from Amazon and Kroger and UPS drivers to United Health Group, um, JP Morgan. It's, it's, uh, the idea is to see how employees are spending their days, but it's really interfering with, um, 
morale and their ability to do their jobs as they see fit. Um, it's, it's like control over essentially every minute of their workday. Um, and it has employees losing control. And as I've said in previous episodes, um, Stanford professor Jeffrey Pfeffer says that social support and job control are the two biggest factors that contribute to high employee morale. So when employees are losing this control and losing the ability to do their jobs as they see fit and not even spend all of their time on their computers, um, they're reporting feeling demoralized, humiliated, and deeming their work environments as toxic because it is a form of micromanagement. This removes the ability for workers to feel fulfilled, which in many cases is the entire reason they got into their role in the first place. Um, there have been there are examples throughout this article, um, some where um, you know, people are being questioned when they're just simply taking a bathroom break. This article goes on to describe that some people um, are monitored in 10-minute chunks and they're, are, they're fully compensated as long as they hit their 40 hours a week. But they are randomly having a photograph taken of themselves and they have no idea when in these 10-minute intervals this, this camera um, will take a, a snapshot. You know, it's affected time cards. So on the one hand... Um, employers could use it to see when employees weren't at all doing their job. So they may have been like watching things on YouTube or playing video games or, um, just doing, doing some actively doing something other than their jobs. But on the flip side, the micromanagement and the, the loss of, essentially the loss of freedom that people had took a huge hit on morale. Um, Some people, or say one, one person reported that in order to get paid for the 40 hours that she worked, she actually had to work 55 to 60 hours just to get her paycheck. And then other people reported that in order to get paid, sometimes you just had to move your your cursor around or your mouse around. There, there's actually um, a tool that will move your cursor for you just to deal with this type of software, which I find absurd. There are also reports that managers were using this data for performance evaluation, so it affected... Um, you know, increases or their compensation in general, and they had to piece together alternate records um, and keep up with those records so that they weren't compromising other parts of their jobs. Somebody else reported that um, if her computer got stuck shutting down, that that would actually affect her idle time. And there are no regulations on this type of software being used. Um, it it is in the in some of these situations very heavy handed and like I've said before, micromanaging, which is a form of toxic management. The article actually ends with talking about spiritual care 
um, in terms of of hospice treatment and caregivers were actually making decisions based on how it would be interpreted in their uh, software rather than what the patient actually needed not looking at the context in which it is used or using it as one metric of performance um, within the context of an overall job. So I'm really disappointed to to read that this uh, type of software is increasing in its use and is used at such a fine-tuned level and used... Um, it misused. It's actually not not solely used to, to catch people not doing their jobs. It's used to control how people are doing their jobs and robbing them of the freedom to do their jobs in a way that they've been trained to do. Thank you for listening to Screw the Hierarchy. If you feel like you need more help, I have a free guide to recovery steps at dignitytogether.org slash targets and a sign up for daily boosts through your inbox at the same place. All of the content in this podcast was created and edited by yours truly, Deb Falzoy, and the music you heard is from Kevin McLeod. All right, have a wonderful rest of your week and I will see you on the next episode. Bye.